Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. What's up, people? Welcome to another edition of Real Talk Sports. It's your boy, Big Tiz, and on the mic, we got MC Fire. What's going on, MC Fire? What it do, peoples? <laughs> we got a born but one JB is back in the house. What's up, Jay? Yes, sir. How you doing, brother? <laughs> and we got MMA Marlinius. Marlinius, what's happening, brother? What's good, fellas? Hey, guys, like we said, we doing it big this year. I told you, every time we come out, we're going to come out bigger and better, and that's what we're doing. We are streaming live from the website. Go check us out, www.realtalksportse2.net. Check us out there, and while the show's going on, call in. We want to hear from you. Get your feedback, 585-210-3917. We want to hear from you. A lot of things to talk about tonight. First off, we're going to start talking about, since, you know, we go around the round table here. We call it the night table. We got your boy. I'm Big Tiz. You know I'm a Steeler fan all the way. Any naysayers out there, call in and let's talk the garbage. But you know what? My boys right now the Steelers are tied for a top of the AFC North. Granted, now we tied maybe a, game, a half a game behind. I see a lot of naysayers already in the room, but to let you know, no matter which way it goes, we still tied for the top. And also, I want to say big up to the Steelers out there. Any Steelers fans call in, like I said, 585-210-3917. And you know what? I want any naysayers. I'm going to get some feedback on what's going on with the Steelers. Any of you guys, what you thought, what's your thoughts on what's going on with Pittsburgh? Well, I appreciate them yesterday putting the beat down on them Giants. It makes it look a little bit easier for my boys. Um, I'm I'm liking what I see yesterday um, when y'all played us two weeks ago. Y'all didn't look that strong. It always got to come back to you. That man talk about his team. Man. He getting my feedback. So um, Baltimore looked impressive yesterday. Um, your division, I thought it would have been stronger. Um, Cincinnati kind of fell off. Um, Cleveland wasn't even in the mix. So it's interesting to see what the next game come up with Baltimore going to look like. I think that will determine the division. Well, for me, I don't know, man. I'm, uh, I like Pitt when my team sucks, but since my team competing, you know, I have no real love. <laughs> I'm sorry, Sam, man, <laughs> but you know it's the truth. But aside from that, I mean, I think Ben is the truth. I think Le'Veon Bell is arguably the top five player in in, a, in the NFL. So I give you props. But it all comes down to Ben. You know, Ben hasn't played the full year, so of course I have to be a skeptic. I'm hoping that, you know, if tradition follows true, let's put it that way. Come playoff time, your boy won't be as strong as he should be. Uh, but other than that, you guys okay. Yeah, all right. Definitely in love with uh, Le'Veon Bell. The way he runs the ball and can catch out of the backfield and block and read uh, the defense and just be a Swiss Army life, is um, it's really incredible to watch him play. I'm glad he's healthy. Yeah, that's a good thing. I mean, right now we're clicking all cylinders. Injuries always bother everyone. But right now, one of the teams out there that's doing well is MC Fire's Cowboys. So, you know what? If you guys out there listening, put your earplugs in. It's going to be a long night. So, uh, MC Fire, what's going on with your Cowboys? How about them Cowboys? Best team in the NFL right now, led by two rookies, Dak Prescott and Ezekiel Elliott, behind that massive offensive line. Um, A lot of naysayers out there, a lot of non-believers, but y'all going to have to put some respect on that name in a minute. 11-1, 11-1, 11 straight wins. Dak is playing great football. Zeke is a beast. That's all I can say. He's a beast. Um, now that Dad is getting back healthy, he's getting back in the fold with 
you know, the touchdown catches. Teams are still trying to play them one-on-one. But I'm liking where we are um, defensively. I still a work in progress, but still ranked in the top ten. So, you know, better than where we were last year. I'm not claiming the Super Bowl yet, but we're the first team in the playoffs. And we're looking at home field throughout the playoffs. So, you know, I'm liking where we at. Yeah, the Cowboys, I must agree. And I'm going to let JB go on. But the Cowboys, they are looking strong. They're looking like one of the better teams out there. So I'm, I'm, I'm going to blow you know his what? head up. You know, it just killed me because every time I hear this man talk about Cowboys, I feel like you should put some of that porn music on, you know, in the back. Because it sounds like he be making love. You know, just too much. I love my team. <laughs> you know, like, oh, I love them. And they just, oh, uh, yeah. I mean, Cowboys all right. Um, mm. Me and Charles, what's your name? I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry, MC Fire. Uh, me and MC Fire talk a lot, you know. And so my biggest thing with the Cowboys is they haven't had that serious of a schedule, a tough schedule. I mean, it looked good starting out. Uh, but, I mean, look at it. The biggest the, the biggest competition you guys faced was the Giants, which is the team you lost to. Um, so for my money, I'm rooting on the Giants to upset. Just because, uh-uh. oh, speak your mind. Go ahead. I'm just speaking. We faced four of the best run defenses in the NFL, starting okay. with Green Bay. Ran through them. Run defense. Yeah. yeah. Thank you. I'm glad you said something. Run defense is not total defense. But run defense is supposed to shut down the run. We control the clock with the running game. Okay. So Minnesota was what the top five team? What do you mean? What are you, what are you saying? Minnesota, Green Bay, then uh, Baltimore. Yeah, we Baltimore. ran through these top-ranked run defenses, which makes it easy on Dak to throw the ball. We don't have to throw the ball 30 and 40 times because we got a potent run game. But my point being, as the teams you uh, listed off, all, all of them are 500 teams. So really? it's not like uh, Minnesota is, what, 6-6? Six and six? Right. Um, What's the other team you named? The Denver. Ravens. The Ravens. is tied with okay. the Steelers at the top okay. of their division. Okay. I'm just trying to, you know. You know what I mean? See, that's what I'm saying. That's when, when you try to mitigate our success mm. with your childish <laughs> antics. <laughs> we'll take that. We'll take that. Well, no, it's all love. Honestly, you know, we joke a lot. And, I mean, I'm impressed. You know, everybody knows that the NFL is much better when the Cowboys are on top. Um I'm just, uh, I mean, you guys had an easy run, but the Giants is, is really a good team, so I'm basing it pretty much on that game. You know, if you guys can handle business there, then. And then coming out the NFC, who do you have to worry? Seattle. Um, yeah. That's pretty much your biggest competition uh, coming out, so. Redskins. Oh, I'm sorry. Please forgive him. <laughs> <laughs> we they ran through them already. Redskins the not allowed. They, they we division, appreciate they could, they could um, Baltimore yesterday putting a beat down on them. Yeah, that was a good win. Good win. Who's the MVP for your team right now? Hmm. I want to say it's a co-MVP. If you say these two rookies, I need a cho- I need one or the other. Which one is it? Mm. Tony Romo. <laughs> I just answered it for you. Tony Romo being so gracious and stepping uh, hey, back at this time. And you Cowboy fans, call it. Let us know who it is. Yeah, Cowboy Nation, step up. Because these dudes is tripping. Please don't. Please don't. No, for real though, who do you know, who is your rookie of the year or your MVP of the team? Mm, if I had to choose one, it would probably be Zeke. Zeke? The way he controlled the ground game. I mean, deck numbers are impressive mm-hmm. for a rookie. Um, but people don't understand. He came from the SEC, right. one of the toughest college divisions to play. But you playing Alabama, LSU, Georgia, Tennessee, Florida. So he's built for this. So, the thing is, in college, though, man, I didn't see him even throw the ball all that much. He was kind of like a fullback It was a system he was man. in. Everyone was just, he was just running up the middle. But to see what he's doing right now in the NFL, just picking apart teams and defenses and not making mistakes and all that, it's really good to see. I'm impressed with him. I'm amazed that he's had this sort of success. But, you know, that offensive line, everything, it's coming That's together. That's who I think is the MVP. Yeah. Oh, yeah. But you can't give that it to the offensive line. Right. 
Well, um, you know what? We, now we're not. We're talking about power rankings and the fact that one of the better records in the NFL <clears> has <throat> to belong to JB and his Oakland Raiders to the black hole. We're on the Kansas City. <laughs> I'm sorry. Okay, That's Bella my Bill Belichick moment. <laughs> We're on the Kansas City. That's all we can do. Uh, well, no, honestly, I'm um, cautiously optimistic. Uh, you know, we've been in the dungeons for a while. You know, shout out to my Raider Nation. Uh, so everything so far, somebody, it, it's been a beautiful ride. But, you know, when you've been down for so long, you know, you, you try not to get too excited. But I love our offense, top-ranked offense, top-five offense. Our defense is coming around. Khalil Mack is a beast. You, um, be, you be in the house. That's, mm-hmm. right That's it, you going. know. And we got Alden Smith coming. You know, Alden coming back, we're going to be a monster. We, we're going to be something to reckon he might, with. He might wrecking ball your team. Yeah. Oh, no, no, I don't think so because <laughs> right now we're established. But I can't really get excited. Like, I partied, I popped a bottle or two last night, and it's it on the Buffalo. Kansas City. And a shout-out to Kansas City. I mean, Buffalo. You know, coming from Rochester, I bleed silver and black, but I cry red, white, and blue. And I've been crying a lot of tears. So a shout-out to my Bills fans, you know, my peoples out there. But it was a good win. Um, I'm trying not to talk too much about my team. I just want to get to the, the dance, and we'll go from there. Yeah, but I must say, you guys – you do have a well-balanced team at this moment. I mean, you do have some yeah. pieces that's missing. I love your quarterback, Carr. Carr can – when the game is on the line, this guy will throw the ball all over the place, and that's dangerous. He's, a, he's one of those he, – he's got the mentality of one of the old gunslingers. He's a fourth-quarter quarterback. Exactly. On the Kansas City. <laughs> no, but uh, seriously, I understand. The way the team is I understand built, your, well your hesitation. They got great special teams. They got yeah. good receivers. They got a good running game. I'm not sure who that other running back is. The backup. He also does kick returns. But I like Richards. him. He's yeah, a he good looked, mix he, up. I'm yeah. looking at him like he, he looked got impressive. a little Dave Meggett feel to him. See, We're shout out to my boy Donnie. You. He's a big time Raiders fan, and um, I've been keeping up with him. Honestly, if this defense keep doing what it's doing, they're gonna be hard to get rid of with Khalil Mack running around the edge. I will say this before I head to Kansas City. Uh, Reggie McKenzie, I love this guy. I, I'll be the first one to say that I wasn't a big fan of him coming in and shaking things up. But the things he's doing in the draft, I'm just impressed. So, once again, I'm just cautiously optimistic. Uh, if we win, Super Bowl party at my house, everybody come. We're going to tear it up. Hey, Cowboy you know Raiders Super Bowl. What? Cowboy Raiders Super Bowl. Don't get don't get too happy, you know. Yeah, I'm talking about Raiders, Cowboys. Yeah, you know. we don't know if y'all gonna make be it. Awesome. Hey, y'all now, gotta, go, y'all gotta come, go through Denver. We coming out of the black hole, stepping right over to the Bay Area, checking out Marlinius. Marlinius. <laughs> one thing I would know before we get to you, because you got that look on your face is shocked. But anyway, one thing before I get to you, I read online that Colin Kaepernick said he was surprised that he was removed from the game versus the Bears. Oh I, and I watched that game, and I was surprised that he was still playing in the game. <laughs> yeah. Oh my gosh. Listen, it, it, it's a it's a disaster over there right now. You know, it's been going on for three, four years. You know, we got a ridiculous coach who shouldn't have gotten another job in the NFL. You know, just like Jeff Fisher. Um, we got rid of a big time coach who's having a great time over in Michigan right now, and you know, we're just reaping the. The, the benefits of uh, awfully managing your team. It's a shame right now. It's uh, The offensive line is gone. All the stars have retired. And uh, we're just in turmoil right now from top to bottom. That's what I was going to ask. Is it more a product of the coaching or the players? It's the coaching. Man, it started when there was issues with the coaching and it just trickled down. I think that Harbaugh was building an atmosphere that guys were enjoying playing in. It was tough to be around them, but it's even better to win. And now you just got, like, another person in there who is also an egomaniac who wants people to go to bed at a certain time, eating certain foods. He's controlling everything without the results. So it's um, it's awful. We're just looking to see hopefully we can get maybe another quarterback or something in the draft. <laughs> yeah, you guys got a lot of things going on. And the fact that Colin Kaepernick, I didn't really think he was ever that bad, but something happened to where – the whole thing went out of mix. And then you brought this egomaniac in there who destroyed Philly. Yep. And then you bring him in, which I have no idea why, and he's making it a nightmare in the Bears. I think it was a grasp by 
ownership to try to make a splash. Yeah, getting new rid stadium of, all of a sudden. Yeah, you know, we need a, a, a big name coach, but Chip Kelly is not a big name. He's no. a big name at Oregon. Right. Um, I think, you know, with Collins' decline, I think it was more the product of Jim Harbaugh letting him be him. Right. Um, right now, Brian Kelly trying to control and, you know, not let him be the quarterback that he can be. So, yeah. Well, my only concern was really with Colin Carpenter because he started falling off uh, before Harbaugh left. And I don't know if it was so much because of the infighting that, you know, once Harbaugh started stepping back is when you've seen a de- deterioration in his gameplay. So I still like Colin Kaepernick. Um all the off-field stuff aside, um, I think he has potential to be a good quarterback. My only question is, where does he go after here? That's because a good obviously question. he just did, you know, that contract. He redid the contract, so he's a free man. His best opportunity to leave was last uh, season or before this season started. You know, he should have took the money that uh, the Broncos were offering him. You know, it's strange that he didn't take that money, and then all of a sudden in the middle of the season after sitting for a while, he restructured his contract took away all the safety in his agreement and is able to play and audition for a new team. But it's not working out very well for him, man. But, see, that's what I think. I, I really believe the NFL, we have, what, maybe 15 qualified starting quarterbacks. Mm-hmm. I think Colin Kaepernick in open market is going to get a chance to compete. I mean, he can yeah, go to the Jets for starters. that they're looking for quarterbacks. Right. Now, if you want to kill his career, send him to Cleveland. Oh, ain't nothing wrong with Cleveland, man. Uh, That'd be shit. You, you go from the six Niners quarterbacks to in less than half a season. There's a lot of wrong with Cleveland. Hey, guys, we also want to let you guys know, we checking our chat board, so jump on. Like I said, we are getting huge this year. Also, I want to thank Sonny Cruz for getting the first chat of the day. He says Kaepernick is lucky he's still in the NFL. San Francisco is the only place where he'll be able to be a starter. I doubt it. You got Jets. Uh, let's. Well, we, we don't have time to run down the league, but I got my money on Jets, Jacksonville. I think he still can wind up in Denver, um, even though they have the young rookie um, coming up, but he can sit the bench. Uh, I mean, it's quite a few teams that that's willing to give him a chance. Even with all the social uh, issues well, and all that that he brings with him? I think that Well, everybody matter. got a little garbage. A little garbage. He's, you know, he made a social movement. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I heard about his kneeling and his uh, political views over the last couple months. You know, it wasn't no little thing. So, I don't know. If a team really needs a running quarterback. And I mean, look at the Raiders. They picked up on the Smith. And he had a lot of garbage with yeah, him. Hey, 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 hey. He's, he's been through That's a, a changed man. He don't went to rehab. He don't twice. got his life together. No, twice. Come on, man. He got his life together? I'm just saying. I hope he does, man, though, on. for real. You know, it'd be good to see him and Khalil Mack out there playing together. It'd be a beautiful thing. But, you know, I mean, he's a creature of habit, and believe me, I know of his habits. Hold <laughs> <laughs> on. That's it. That's what I'm talking about, boy. Martinez. That's what you call a real 49er fan. <sighs> Guys, I don't know if all of you checked out all the scores over the weekend, but we right here on Real Talk Sports, we're gonna come down and run it down to you right now and run down Sunday's scores. That's what I'm talking about. We're doing it real here on Real Talk Sports. All right, on Sunday, the Broncos over the Jaguars. Huge win by the Broncos. They went in that one 21 to 10. Broncos doing a lot of damage. And also, if you go over to the Chiefs versus the Falcons, the Chiefs winning that one in fine fashion. 29-28. Last second interception. 100 yards. You get win by that two-point pick. Two-point conversion. <laughs> Lions over the Saints, 28 to 13. I don't know about your boy Breeze. Three interceptions, no touchdowns. They're falling off. The Texans. Coming into the playing at Green Bay, losing that one, 13 to 21. And if you go deeper, you got the Eagles jumping over the Bengals, losing that one, 14 to 32. Thank you, Cincinnati. Yep. The Raiders winning over the Buffalo Bills, 38-24. On the Kansas City. <laughs> then you got the Buccaneers over the Chargers, 28-21. And also, we got the Redskins. Good game versus the Cardinals. Win- losing that one, excuse me, 31-23. Thank you, Cardinals. 
and Sunday night game. The Carolina Panthers, I don't know what's going on there, losing that one 40-7. A lot of losses, not just that, but the whole Cam Newton situation. Cam. A lot oh, of things to be Cam. said here in that game versus them. And also, in tonight's game, you got the Colts versus the Jets. Any winners in that game? Let's get the takers. Takers. That's a good question. Any winners in that game? (laughs) (laughs) I didn't even realize it was a Monday night game. (laughs) Guys, like we said, so there you have it for our Real Talk Sports update. Coming on with the NFL scores. Now, looking at these games, a lot of things going on in the NFL, especially what we just talked about earlier with the Kaepernick situation and also the fact that there are a lot of teams out there, such as the Detroit Lions, who right now are coming out of nowhere. They've been impressive. Um, I think the falling off of Green Bay kind of allowed them to kind of move up to the forefront. Um, Stafford has proven to be a hell of a quarterback. I mean, he doesn't get rattled. He a true gunslinger, which is weird because I thought once he lost a Megatron, his game they actually are seem like a better team without him because you're really not focusing on that one key guy. Exactly, Golden Tate trying to emerge as that guy. He's dangerous. Yeah, he's really good. I want to give a shout out to Jim Caldwell because I'm glad he got a second chance because I remember when he was in Indy. And uh, mm-hmm. that was the year when um, Peyton got hurt, right? Mm-hmm. And he had Painter and all these other terrible quarterbacks. And he didn't have a chance to put his uh, skills out there for display. So Speaking I'm really excited you, that he's playing good. Well, let me ask anybody. I mean, coaching good, right? Sorry about that. Now you got that as well. But the fact of, speaking of coaching, Lovey Smith, what is he doing out of the NFL? This guy was let go by the Chicago Bears. After 10-win season. Yeah. And know. look at the Bears now. It's ridiculous. They just beat it. Well, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they, they did take it to the We understand you, though, Sam, man. We, we, we understand, bro. We understand you. But the fact is, that was a team that I believe he had on the cusp uh, of turning around. So they let him go. I mean, then he's in Tampa Bay. He and does the same just, thing there. Tampa Bay just put him in the crapper on that one. After well, well, one, one year. Well, let's talk about Cody. What about Fisher? How's he got uh, a job? How Anywhere. does he get a contract extension? I don't know. Two years because th- that man knows how to sell himself. Oh, my God. So my but question he is had this, beef though. Eric Dickerson recently. I was about to just bring that up. Who do you guys side with more? Is it Eric? Really? Dot, period. Yeah. Okay. He's See, a me, honestly, He's not there to lick I'm not moves. a big Fisher fan, but, dude, you hating on me and my team, then you want to come sit on the sideline. I get that. Like, come on, kick rocks. Go on about your business, man. <laughs> Seriously. So I, I really get where Eric was coming from in the sense of being vocal about his opinion. Yeah, you a Hall of Famer. But you can't rip somebody and then want to come and be up in their face. That's just how I feel about that. Another so. thing, you know, that was a jab. Now I'm going to come stand here and watch you look at me. He deserves it. that disrespect. He deserves it, man. He's not doing his job well, man. He's dragged down team after team, career after career. I'm not a big fan of his at all. I watch him out there acting like he knows what's going on, man, but his team is sorry. They get he destroyed. He couldn't even find but a he... red flag yesterday. He was I'm like, <laughs> he's out there with that big old coat and the hoodie on. I mean, he just looks disheveled like he's out of place. And then when you think about, like, Eric Dickerson, who probably has more Ram pride than anybody else in the world, watching his team play like junk, and he can't talk about it, you know? And and on top of that, if his team wants to get inspired, they should maybe watch some film of Eric and how he used to run and how they used to play because it's it's not a good product. They got a lot of talent, and they're not getting no results. Well, I think when a coach is fired from one team – he should have a mandatory one year sit out. <laughs> so he can he can reflect right. yeah. on Get what some. did I do wrong to get fired? What can I do better once I get a new job? That's a good idea. Cause if you get fired from one team that's sorry, you go to another team and they're sorry. So you have to actually look at it as maybe it is you. Right. And give someone else an opportunity, too. I feel like you should only have two chances to coach. <laughs> you know, we don't call that the Wade Phillip rule. You know, only two jobs. If you can't get it done, then you got to go. 
Well, I, I agree with all of what you're saying right now. And the fact is, guys, call us. Give us your feedback. 585-210-3917. Fisher, what, what is he doing right now in football? We just talked about Lovey Smith. We just talked about Caldwell. We talked about a lot of people. But what is this guy still doing coaching? And not the fact of that. The fact that he has only four winning seasons out of almost 20 years of football. That's crazy. That it makes no sense. He knows how to sell himself. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he's the best. Yeah, but it's got to so be brother something can't that get a job that, that brother get one losing season. You had to double before the ink round the contract. What it was either. There were some other guys out there too. Maybe they couldn't win the big game. Uh, Marty Schottenheimer. Remember him? Marty took a lot of teams to ten win seasons. Mm-hmm. San Diego, repeatedly year Kansas after year. City, yeah. Cleveland. This guy was winning, and. It, and he's out of football. And the bottom line is, if you don't win championships, you know, what are you? Yeah, I agree with that. I mean, I'm still surprised that Marvin Lewis is still coaching for the Bengals. Yeah. Right. Oh, my gosh. Yes. Yes. After the collapse last year and, you know, the year before that and the year before that and the year before that. And I digress. But <laughs> the fact that he's still there – I don't know. It, it, he know how to sell himself too. Well, I think what we're seeing now is, or what I would like to see is more of the young gunners to coming up. You know, so what we're seeing is a lot of offensive coordinators like Cutter. Um, what's the guy from uh, Philadelphia? No, 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 New York. Uh, McAdoo. McAdoo. Oh, He's another that? quarterback whisperer. So. What you're seeing is these young offensive coordinators getting shots, but um, and they're calling their own plays, so they're not hiring an offensive coordinator. I think with Peters in Philly, he's showing he needed some experience in coaching. Um, some of the calls he's made. I mean, I looked at it yesterday, and Colin went through sixty passes. Yeah. I'm like, that's a lot. For a rookie, I mean, you brought from the very first game they come out throwing the ball. I mean, you got Darren Sproles, one of the more dynamic players in the in the league. Um, even getting rid of Demarco Murray after the one year, knowing that you had a new coach in, that you probably could feature him as a back. You have no receivers, and you're allowing him to throw the ball. 50 times a game, and he's throwing interceptions. This is the NFL. Once we get enough film on you and knowing that you don't have a run game, we can stack, you know, we dare you to throw the ball. Mm-hmm. And once you're throwing it, okay, we're going to pick it off. Right, right. Well, so. I mean, that's the doom of a lot of guys. And that's what the Cowboys have to be careful with. Honestly, with no, we, uh, don't, we don't have to throw the ball all <laughs> over the place. <laughs> that is true. You do. You got a great line. You got a great runner. But the fact is, that's why when we ask, who should be MVP? You know what? For, for, from here on now, we're going to have Garrett, a ticker. He done proved himself. <laughs> Every time Cowboys' name is mentioned, we need something like a ding, a ding something. But I'm not stuff. mentioning the Cowboys. Well, six or seven times, Cowboys. I'm not mentioning Cowboys. the Cowboys. Stop hating. <laughs> it's in my blood. But, no, long story short, for me, I have no hate towards Fisher. I feel like, brother, get that money if you can get it. Like, if they foolish enough to keep giving you money in 8 and 8, 7 and 9, more power to you. I agree. We but all still, need jobs like that. Mm. But still, just like what we had one of the texters said in, you know, he says Carter doing some great good things down in Tampa Bay. Yeah, Carter, 7 and 5 Carter. and they With are. Carter, yeah. Carter, yeah. Carter's great, but it's just the fact that – he took Lovey's job. job, and it was mainly because of the being the quarterback whisper. You right. know, he's he supposed to be this guy. Jameson's it's all about ear. chemistry. You know, but Jameson proved that he he wasn't at, he was NFL ready yeah, for when sure. he came out of college. So it wasn't like he needed to be groomed and shown away. And I mean, he played good football last year under Lovey Smith, but it seemed like Tampa Bay had a plan. Like, okay. We got to get rid of Lovey and feature Cutter because the other team was trying to get at him to hire him as a head coach. So instead of losing him, let's fire Lovey, keep him. 
Always well, got to be the black man that suffers. <laughs> <laughs> hey, guys. This is dangerous. On that note, we're going to hit the commercial break. When we come back, we're going to jump into a little NBA. We're going to talk with Marlinius, see what's going down in the MMA world. Yeah, and, and then we're going to end it off tonight with our everything else segment where we get you guys caught up on real life issues was going out there especially a lot of things to talk about you know so stay tuned here next on real talk sports and everything else 1408 buffalo road rochester new york for your police fire or ems supplies one of rochester's top and finest suppliers of shirts pants shoes boots and accessories for your professional uniform needs Uniform Express also does embroidery and screen print for team uniforms, jerseys, and corporations. Hours are Monday through Friday, 9 a.m. to 5 p.m. You can also go to their website at www.uniformexpress.com. Hey, you got room for one more? A little off-the-top barbershop located at 2585 East Henry Road, Rochester, New York, is your barbershop. We cut all styles of hair. Most of all, we cut it the way you like it. So call for an appointment. Call Eddie Frazier Jr. 585-230-0489. That's 585-230-0489. And the next time when you sit down in your barber's chair, make sure it's a little off the top barbershop. At Grease Lightning, we offer fast automotive service, specializing in oil changes and auto repairs. We offer a convenient and comprehensive maintenance and repair service. Fast and no appointment necessary. At Grease Lightning, we offer the best prices on top name brands. We get you in, out, and on your way, just like Grease Lightning. Grease Lightning is locally owned and operated. So come on down to 2061 Charlie Avenue here in Rochester and talk to Charles because he's in charge. You can also call Charles at 585 585- 563-7939 or go to our website at mygreaselightning.com Oh yeah guys we are back here Real Talk Sports and everything else your boy Big Tiz, MC Fire JB yes, and Marlinius a lot of we talking about tonight a lot of things coming up Right now, we're going to jump right into the NBA because, you know, there's that time of the year for the NBA when everything starts to get the big games on, especially Christmas time. Christmas got some big games coming up. Oh, yeah. Mr. Westbrook is, is starting to be a headliner now. Um, five straight triple-doubles, um, leading the league in triple-doubles. Uh, I mean, he's... But how sustainable is that? That's what I'm he's excited only to playing see. 35 minutes a game. Yeah. And it's not like he's triple getting the triple-doubles late in the fourth yeah. quarter. He's getting his triple-doubles by the end of the third quarter. Yeah. And he just, you know, relaxing after that because everybody's involved now. So this goes back to the fact that, you know, when he was playing with Durant, when everybody's saying he was shooting too much. But he was averaging triple-doubles then. So was it the fact that you know Durant couldn't play with him because he wanted to be the future the featured guy? I mean, you lost Ibaka. You, I mean, but you know they're eighteen and five, something like that. I mean, and he's carrying the team and he's looking good doing it. Well, I'm gonna be totally honest. I'm gonna go on a limb and be the first to say too much going on this time of year. I I don't got time to watch. Uh, basketball like I want and keep tabs on sports and be a daddy and all this other. Anyway, <laughs> I'm about to go on a whole soliloquy, but I'm a big Knickerbocker fan. So we're 11 and 9. I'm excited. Um, I just want to tell people relax. You know, it's been a lot of talk. And Derrick Rose didn't make it better coming out saying we are a <laughs> elite team. How did he say it? We're a powerhouse. So. I'm just giving us time. What I would like to see, and I think I'm seeing it now, is Porzingis is taking over the team. And I'm hoping Melo concedes a little bit. But we got a long way to go. Um, I'm hoping we can get it together by the end of this season. And if, if we go in rank five or six, that's good for me. Do you think that Melo has finally got to that point in his career where he says, you know what, 
I'm tired of everything having to go through me. So now with bringing in these other guys, he's at I that point it, where he I wants think to get that's that title. What it is, they've surrounded him with other players that you know. Derrick Rose used to be an elite player. You got a banger in Joe Kim that would get grimy and get you boards. So I think now he's probably feeling more that he doesn't have to carry the load. I'm about to go on reckless speculation right now. This is what I would like to see. I think we'll get by, uh, maybe get out the first round, but I look for us to trade Melo eventually. I think eventually we're going to see what LeBron said he wants. He wants, before everybody retire, he wants the crew, the banana crew, to come together and play. So I see transaction being made, you know, maybe a three-team deal. Too many players need the ball. And and it's expensive. But in the end, I'm really looking forward to the end. I mean, that's the thing about this season. I'm not excited with what Durant did. So it comes down to two teams for me. Everybody's sipping the Kool-Aid for the Clippers. I'm not impressed. You know. just beat them. Yeah, exactly. So, But I'm more geared. I know Cleveland coming out because their biggest competition is who? Boston. Well, Cleveland had lost four straight. Oh, come on, man. I, I'm not. That doesn't four, matter. Yeah. It doesn't matter to me. <laughs> yeah, I, it matters. Well, it matters in what? It, it, coming from the East? It's only no, in, in the sense of how you're getting beat. I mean, they're getting beat because they're really lackadaisical on defense. I was defense. about to say that, yeah. And, you know, Teron Lou just put together clips of 100 or so defensive lapses. Hmm. And, you know, LeBron was the, one of the biggest contributors. What about JR? What's going on with him? You know, JR is going to be a spot-up shooter. That's his role. <laughs> you know, but he, he finally got he paid, right? Yeah, he got, he got new paid. contract yeah, last he year. got paid. Oh, but, you know, year. he done drunk the Kool-Aid, and he's content with, I got a ring now. Yeah, that's, you know, you know what, that's what I feel like he's a liability, because going back to the Knicks, mm-hmm. I'm a big JR fan. I always thought that he had all the ability in the world, but just wasn't there mentally. For whatever reason, took plays off, didn't play defense hard. And last year, he showed up for him. But now I see him going back to, like, that old... The old ways. The old yes. ways. Back yes. when he was the Knicks and he was going out all night and, you know, partying with Rihanna, whoever else he could get his hands on. I mean, on. did you see him after the championship? Yeah, the shirt off. Dude was partying yeah. on, the, on the floor. And then they had the after party and he, you know, yeah, so he didn't... But that's the thing. Once again, I don't worry about it. Like I said, they're coming out the East. 82 games is tough to keep it up there, especially when all they're worried about is going in healthy. They know that they're pretty much facing uh, Golden State. Mm-hmm. So, like, the regular season doesn't spark me. Like, it'll be a couple games. But I'm they better out. be careful of the career killer, the Kardashians. Oh, yeah. <laughs> your boy Shout out to Kanye. Get better, better. <laughs> your, your, your boy out here diddy bopping with, with the Kardashians now. So Who is? Um, Tristan Thompson. Yeah. Oh, that's right. Yeah. So LeBron well, the word out there that was the fact LeBron. that LeBron, LeBron Man, said he didn't want her around the yeah. team, really. Yeah. yeah. And See, I, I what did that tell you? Now, that's going to cause a rip. Listen, you don't tell my girl. Listen, we need to do around. like a DNA test on the Kardashians. Man. They, <laughs> they might, they, they, their lineage might go all the way back to Dracula or something because they, they've been sucking Suck brothers dry and everybody Suck else. They can get Chris Humphreys, anybody, any athlete they get their you, hands if on. You, if you look entertainment, at the track record, it's over. Reggie Bush yeah. fell off. Boom. Hit his head. Murphy. Is he even, Humphreys, is he even still playing? Uh, I think he is. Kanye just got out of the mental hospital. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. A straight Come week. On. Lamar was just... Oh, yeah. that's the Almost killed himself, tricking, <laughs> back on drugs. And you look at even, even the white boy, Scott. Scott. He was a dapper Don. Nah, he just looked like... Scott Scruffy, he don't wear the nice... Tricking, <laughs> same thing, on drugs. I'm telling you, them girls are... Them, them life killers. You, you know what's they sad, though? They your soul out. With all that being said, I just want to be the experimentation. Y'all put me in. I'll date one, maybe Jenny. Uh, what's her name? Jenny, uh, what's the youngest she's a, one? She's a Jenner. A Jenner with a Jenner. Well, you know, they all the same. Chloe, call me, baby. You know, I just want to try. You know, <laughs> let me be the first to, you know, clear all these rumors and show them that y'all some good women. Well, let the me ask you this now. John or not. <laughs> <laughs> now, Christmas Day... The big game is the uh, Golden State Warriors versus the uh, Cleveland Brown. Uh, Cleveland Brown, same thing. Oh, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> Playing Cleveland. And the fact is, who do you guys see winning that game? And right now, Golden State's the team to beat, honestly. 
I mean, I don't, I don't really so. pay a whole lot of heed into it until we get to after the All-Star break. Right. Um, right now, these games are built for ratings. Um, you know, the league trying to set it up or let's throw together some possible final matchups so, you know, we can get people to talking about this, boost up the ratings. But, you know, the second half of the season, who knows where these teams are going to be. I am curious to see how they're gelling. Like, that storyline, it's, it's not too many good storylines in the NBA for me right now. You have uh, Cleveland, which is a cakewalk, New York Knicks. Um, you have the Golden State um, and also Westbrook. Uh, but out of everything, I, I want to see how Golden State gel, you know, because it's only one ball. And just to see them, like, how they're distributing um, at one but point. Golden State has never really been a selfish team. They will pass the ball to the open man. Yeah, they that's just, true. You know, you live by the three, you die by the three, and when the threes ain't but dropping, it, then it makes your offense look bad. But it's always say it's it's easy to say we like to pass when that's part of the chemistry. Now you have such a magnifying player like KD, you know, everybody's shots gonna be shorted now. You know, so I wanna see how they respond in, in tight situations. You know, and then we got Draymond still kicking. At least he moved from kicking in the balls to the head. <laughs> he getting head shots now. So I love it. Um, I think what they Golden State met last year in the finals was somebody who had the ability to attack the basket. Durant kind of gives them that ability to attack the basket. Um, he's a versatile scorer. I mean, he can attack the basket and then pull up on a dime and shoot the um, bunny. Um, I've watched him a few games. I was a little impressed by how been looking good. well, you what know, they're bench, playing. The, right. From the that's, bench, that's, the that's, bread and, and, and butter of what helped them get that championship, all them guys coming off the yeah. bench. Yes. It's the not bench the same bench there. anymore. No, no defense, no rim protectors. So, I mean, they have an elite offense, but we've seen last year, come playoff time, that defense will get much tighter and they're going to have a stiffer, you know, stiffer competition. Wasn't the bulk of that coming from the bench and all that? Like, oh, yeah. the dudes coming yeah. off and playing you know, some you tough Barbosa, defense? You know, you Livingston, Mo Spates. Uh, but they still got Livingston, right? Yeah, they still yeah. got Livingston. They still got Iguodala. Um, now they have Jerry West coming off the bench who's a shell of his former self. I mean, the dude used to be a scorer, but now You mean David West? David West. Oh, I say, damn, when did oh, Jerry come back? Jerry West back? <laughs> <laughs> what? Jerry Whoa. Brain fart. Jerry West Jr.? They got him playing in the post. <laughs> the NBA. Um, it, it's a completely different team. So, you know, it's still early in the season. So we'll just see, you know, in, a, in a, another month or so how – they're coming along. Right, right. I agree with you totally. It's going to be a huge NBA season this year. So, guys, make sure you stay tuned. Check us out. Go to our website, www.realtalksportse2.net. Call in at 585-210-3917. We're going to step over to our MMA segment, and that's our man, Marlinius. Marlinius, what's going on in MMA? Too much been going on in the MMA world right now. We're going to have to rewind a few weeks just to get caught up because there's been a lot going on. First of all, UFC 205 was held in MSG, Madison Square Garden, New York City. First event ever. They finally cracked that shell and now can have events in New York. They're planning on being in upstate, and that means Buffalo, Syracuse, Rochester, all that, Albany. Uh, so they've uh, broken the gates open. UFC 205 was maybe the biggest event they've ever had headlined by conor mcgregor he knocked out eddie alvarez that was an amazing fight we had tyrone uh woodley he defeated uh stephen thompson actually it was a uh, majority draw so he retained his belt but they're probably going to rematch that unless conor mcgregor decides to challenge for the 170 pound belt which is crazy being that he was a 145 pound champion and he's now the 155 champion and threatening the next level up that's never been done before so that's a big time thing um recently last weekend they just had a ufc event where they had uh the challenger to demetrius johnson the um lightweight champion uh 125 is his weight class he's been so dominant over the years that they actually had a tournament of champions guys from other um 
venues all competing to get one winner who actually challenged um, him for the belt on Saturday, and it was a great fight. A lot of people weren't going to watch it just because Demetrius has been dominating, but he had his hands full on Saturday, and it was a fun fight to watch. So a lot of stuff's been going on in the MMA world. Now, let me ask you this now. When, you, when you're fighting at a – when you go up to such a weight class, like you said, what like was it before? 25, 30 pounds? Yeah. Yeah. To me, now, that's got to make you a little bit of a, a, a slower – a slower performer because you're not used to performing at that weight. Well, this is the thing about Conor McGregor. He's an enormous featherweight champion, okay? He had to be on death's door, sucked all the liquid out of his body <laughs> to make 145 pounds at the weigh-ins. His eyes are sunken in. He looks bad. By the time the fight rolls around, I guarantee you he's swollen around 20 pounds just from rehydration. So for him to go from 145 to 155, was a lot easier. Probably more of a natural weight for him. He's probably easily walking around right now at like 180 pounds and sucking weight still just to get down to fight. And another big thing is that he had to relinquish his featherweight championship because they won't let you hold two belts simultaneously. So, um, you know, uh, they're going to have a couple of fights. Um, they gave the belt back to the previous champions in of um, Jose Aldo, and they're going to have a interim belt, even though it's kind of weird. You have a real champ, and then you're going to have two guys fight for an interim belt. Um, but that's how they actually decide to do it. I think it's really more of a money thing, more pay-per-views, more oh, belts to go around. I have a question. What is this I hear about McGregor being um, certified to box in Las Vegas? Is that just the, California? Uh, I mean, yeah. California. Mm -hmm. Is that just something trying to coax um, Mayweather out? Is it just a publicity stunt? Because I'm it hearing is. that he Stop. wants to get paid more money in oh, the UFC yeah. because he's the lifeline of it. So I'm being told that this is probably part of his tactic uh, just trying to generate more money for himself. Especially with the new ownership coming that is correct. So now they're trying to, you know, talk. Uh, and I'm like, I don't see. Yeah, well, you know, brother, you know, I got to do a little research. You see him and, <laughs> him and Floyd ever trying to fight? Well, there's a few things going on with that, right? So this whole issue started with Floyd saying things about Conor. You know, um, he's a good fighter, and he would like to see what he could do in the ring. And then Conor being a um, capitalist of the highest level, obviously wants to get some of that boxing money because yes. UFC money ain't nothing like boxing money. And right now, Conor McGregor is the cash cow of the UFC. He commands the biggest money. Um, what he's actually fighting for, and it said publicly right after he won the belt, was that he wants a piece of the UFC That's now it. that the no, ownership Dana's has changed not. hands. It's not going to happen and for a few reasons. Number one, as a uh, pay-per-view fighter, he gets a cut of the pay-per-view. So the bigger the pay-per-view, the bigger his purse is, right? So he actually is eating a part of the company based on his value to it, but he sees that the company is owned publicly by, like, uh, Goodness gracious, like Ben Affleck and uh, the Connor. Uh, what's the dude's name who does the late night show? Um, uh, uh, I know what you're talking about. I you can't know what I'm talking about? Me. Well, anyways, you know, guys like that all, all have ownership in the company, and that's what Connor's trying to say that he wants to have ownership in the company at the same time. As far as him fighting Floyd, I don't know. Yeah, I, I don't see it happening, happen, to be honest with you. I don't see it. it. I wouldn't watch it, honestly. You would yeah. watch it. I'd watch it. I wouldn't watch it because it's. It's, uh, it's, it's, it's not, an, a, to me, a legitimate boxing because Florida is a, a, a whole nother class of boxing. Yes. The only way I would watch it is just to see how long it's going to take before McGregor loses it and just, you know what I mean? Because some of this stuff is just grappling. Trying to put him in a rear, yeah. rear naked choke and all that. <laughs> Especially after a minute, you get tired of chasing Mayweather. He's just going to grab him, slam him, you know. Well, you the know, thing the about Connor is that he actually <laughs> is a boxer. He was, that was his first discipline was boxing. Being not being in boxing for a while. It's funny. Oh, yeah, it's different where, levels. There's levels to it, right? Yeah, Just like Florida everything. Florida is still sharp. But this has the when you're the biggest pay-per-view draw out there, boxing or not, right now, and uh, Floyd Mayweather is basically retired, right? Mm -hmm. He's going to come back. He's going to come back for what? The biggest purse. His biggest That'll purse. be the only draw is, yeah. is the money. Be big, but, basically. you know, well, that, Roy that don't that like the split. Let me be His the devil's purses. advocate. My thing Connor is. can hit. 
Yeah. He can hit hard. And Floyd can avoid accurate. being hit. So could the he white does. dude. So <laughs> could the white dude from see. the uh, great white hype. <laughs> I see it being the same way. It's going to be a lot of hype, especially with all the tension but see, in you're America not acting right like now. Connor's not like a I professional see, athlete, though. He's uh, he's a real pro athlete. He's not like you well, know, I mean, somebody. Who, I'm sure he's a pro athlete. The guy was a good boxer, but what I'm trying to say is, I think it would generate record breaking revenue just, oh, yeah, because, just because it's the white the MMA, Irish man MMA against the black would, boxer. Yeah, it'd be a cross. Gravitate to yeah. it to be like, let's see, can we actually do it? And then once. His eyes get swollen shut from Roy tapping him. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> he going to slam him. I would yeah, love to see it. For sure. Elbows. Hey, guys, you know what? We just stepping out of our MMA segment. Like we said, we have about 11 minutes left in the show tonight. Thanks for staying up with us, keeping it up. A lot of things happening tonight. And actually, we're going to step into our last segment of the show, which is called The Everything Else. And this is where we talk about different things that's affecting the community, different things that's happening around the world. And we make it a point here on Real Talk Sports and everything else. Now, one of the things that came to the topic we wanted to talk about tonight was the fact of road rage. Now, in America, there are a lot of people that are dying because of road rage. And one of the recent incidents is the ex-Jet, Joe McKnight, was killed on a at an intersection at a stoplight because he got involved in some argument with a guy and ended up being shot and killed. And then prior last year was the fact of New Orleans Saints, Will Smith. Will Smith was killed Mm -hmm. last year in New Orleans. What is going on with the fact of guys going out there? And they wonder why in the NFL, why a lot of guys sit out there and they carry guns. You have to. I mean, it's the second amendment, right? Um, you should be able to carry firearms. Um, in the wake of the Joe McKnight and a lot of the other senseless killings of black men around this country, it's a bear to arms. Call arms. I mean, you got to protect yourself nowadays because you never know being at an intersection. Some guys say some. I mean, we've all probably had little bouts of road rage where somebody does something stupid on the road and you inside your car cursing them out. But your ability to understand right from wrong, knowing not to escalate the situation because we have families. So we all, at the end of the day, want to go home to our wife and kids and don't want to go to prison over something stupid as a traffic infraction. But... Another black man getting killed in the street, and there's no accountability broad to day. anybody. It was broad daylight. Wasn't that in New Orleans as well? And that, matter of fact, that was yeah. the second time at that same incident, the same man had an altercation with somebody. Across oh. the Mississippi from New Orleans. Yeah. Well, this for me, you know, I'll let everybody know, I'm totally against this whole every person she has the right to carry guns. Uh, I think if you look at it, on the big picture, it's hustling backwards. If you know anything about the electoral systems, we as civilians are not able to vote for our president based on the electoral college. But they had nothing to do with carrying Hold up, hold up, I'm going there. I'm going there, hold on. Walk with me, brother. Let's take a little walk. (laughs) It's gonna be two minute walk, so I'll make it quick. So my thing is, it was designed back then that they felt People would choose their presidency based on things other than real issues. So they put in place this electoral system to basically vote for our president. So in the end, they felt we wasn't responsible enough to decide our own president. But yet, we are all uh, responsible enough to carry guns. I believe the average person doesn't need a gun. I mean, trust me, I have kids, families. uh, I would love, and family, just why? No families with a nest. Mm, but, <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm gonna go home. My skeleton wife skeleton just <laughs> fell out of the closet. <laughs> <laughs> my point is, is, I don't think everybody has guns, should have guns, and this is a great case. This guy is an idiot. He's a hothead. First yeah. off, I don't care. I, I, I've never been that angry driving a car, and people cut me off. People do crazy things in the car. I'm never that mad that I want to flip you the bird, or I want to shoot you, or just be aggressive. You know, brother, if you in a hurry, you know, you got somewhere to be, get there. So, but road rage is so deadly, and you mix that with idiots with guns, it's going to happen. Well, I'm in the mindset of it's 
better to have one and not use it and need one and not have it. But are you aware that most of the, uh, like all these people who have guns, most of them are used inadvertently by mistake on family but see, members? That's, but see, that's where, like I grew up in the South, so I was handling guns since I was five years old. I know how dangerous they can be. I know how to take care of one. The regulation should be any Joe Schmo just can't go, okay, I want a gun, without going through some kind of gun safety training. Like you have to, you know, go through driving safety. You have to go through some course where for a length of time you go through this course and then you get a certification that you can receive a firearm. That doesn't stop crazy. All these shootings and people, I mean, they're just the same when they go get the gun. It's once they get it, how well, they respond from that. that. Shows, just because you have a right to get one, you may not, there's always ways to circumvent everything. I mean, so what happens? If Joe McKnight and this guy are in the intersection and they both have guns, what happens? Then it's a or, wild, wild west. Or the better question is, Maybe well, this was during McKnight, broad daylight. This is a busy intersection. You. If these guys have a shootout. I'm, My see, question the, is, mm. what happens if he doesn't have the gun? But, but see, None of this gun happens. safety is what I'm saying is, to have a shootout, that means you both people can't shoot. It only takes one precise shot to drop somebody. So if you know how to shoot, you can put one bullet where but you need to. But he didn't even shoot him once. He shot him and then stood, stood over him. Right. And that's what I mean. And that's telling him don't that mess right with him. there is racist. Well, but, you know what? That I just want to touch this on this. You know, what, uh, how I feel about guns aside, what bothered me the most was I've never known for a man to kill somebody. I mean, like, he killed them. It's established. Mm -hmm. And then he gets to go home free. Mm -hmm. Right. And that's what I want to touch base on, the fact that he was released. There were no charges no put out there because he have was you black. Heard the he was a black man. Have you heard the witnesses' <laughs> account of what happened? Yeah. Yeah, he, he was just recently released. Now, let me read this to you guys. Now, this guy had... This is not a first time for him. He had what? a history of getting into it with another guy to where he chased the guy down to a gas station or something and hit him several times and it took off. And I, I guess he was... You know, he was arrested, and they put some charges on him, but it, but it didn't stick. So he got away with, there, with that. But now he's at the level to where he should have been charged with murder, but he's out, he's he out there watching the black man. history. That's he killed the black get. man. So <laughs> but he gave him a medal. Probably took him out to a steak dinner. <laughs> you getting the, the more you want to take out? That's what he said. Hey. That's why we call this show Real Talk Sports and everything else. Because we Man, not only got to look sports, at it, but black men else. are getting shot, being unarmed. You can't say you're afraid ahead. of somebody because of the color of their skin when they didn't do anything aggressively to you. Your mindset is he's black, he's dangerous. Get the fuck out of here, man. <laughs> We will not go into a Black Lives Matter segment because it's just not really. <laughs> I'm important. just saying, especially as black men, arm yourself. Well, no, no. My thing is this: it starts with us. If, if that's the case, racism. If I'm gonna get killed. I'm gonna get killed fighting back. Awkward I mean, silence. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, it, it make, that Checkmate. makes sense to me. I mean, why right. get? I mean, you look at a black man that got shot running unarmed away from people with guns and get shot down. So why not give myself a chance to defend my... Give me a shot at living. Well, my thing is this. Okay, before we go, you're right. Racism exists, but the real anger comes from the black-on-black -black killing each other. Like, that's happening right now as we speak. We can't sit here and wait for them and look for them when we got to have I'm not waiting on them. First. I'm saying black, white, Puerto Rican... You telling everybody Asian. to get guns and if start World gun, War III. If you trying to kill me, I'm going to kill you first. I don't give a damn what color you are. Can't we all just get along? Can't we just get along? <laughs> That's what Rodney King said. Look hey. at him. <laughs> hey, guys, like we, we said. It's human nature. <laughs> well, we hit the buttons here. We hit it real like here on Real ass. Talk Sports. <laughs> it's your boy, Big Tiz. MC Fire. Peace out, people. <laughs> we got JB. Yes, sir. And our main man, MMA Marlinius. Yo. 
Guys, till we see you next week here on Real Talk Sports. Make sure you check us out. Go to our website, www.realtalksports and everything else. We love you. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.